0: You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone. I am so excited because I have Pete McPherson on the line. And Pete is the owner of Do You Even Blog? And I wanted to have him on the podcast to talk about his story and how he quit and turned this into a full time income. So, hey, Pete, how are you?
1: I am fantastic, Tiff. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, thank you for um, coming. Uh, So just to give you a little bit, we're live at FinCon 2023. (laughs)
1: It's the background noise that you might be able to hear.
0: (laughs) Right, I don't want people to listen and be like, oh, this podcast Yeah, what is this? Um, (laughs) So, you know, we are at the conference, so that's the background noise you hear. But we are here because this is where all the money nerds meet. And I am glad that Pete took time out of his busy schedule to make sure we drop these gems. So... Let's just hop right into it, you know, how we do on the podcast. So you just quit your job, Mm -hmm. and you had no idea (laughs) what was coming next. Can you walk us through that whole thought process, what made you quit, and then also how did you figure out what you wanted to do?
1: Absolutely. Uh, As I mentioned off-air, it was a little bit of an accident. So the, the quick background is that I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. And so when I went to school, high school and college, at this point, I'm I'm not super old, but a little old. People were basically telling me, just get a degree. You'll be fine. Just get a college degree and you can have career, right? And so I kind of went through college with that mentality. I went through five different majors. I used to be a music major. I quit that and then I got kicked out of school for a semester because I failed all my classes because I was an Italian major and I don't, <laughs> I don't speak Italian. I don't know, I was completely lost. I was just going for that degree. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I ended up getting a degree in sociology and then the 2008, 2009 recession happened and that sociology degree was basically useless. There you go. So I went back and got another degree in accounting.
0: Okay.
1: I asked like a, a friend of the family who is in the business school at a, a different college. I was like, what should I do? He's like, you should go into accounting because there are jobs in accounting. And I was like, I like money, so let's <laughs> talk. All right, accounting, cool, cool. So I did that, and, like, a year and a half later, I had a degree and, like, a master's, and I got my full, like, you know, big-person job (laughs) in (laughs) accounting, my growing-up job, Mm -hmm. and hated it. Mm. I was community. I lived in Atlanta. I was, like, hours and hours in the car every day, Mm. and the work was tedious and mind-numbing, and they paid me fine. It was great. Mm -hmm. Accountants get paid, but I just hated 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 it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. And I only lasted, like, a couple of years before I was searching for a way out. And at the time, so I had started lots of blogs and podcasts before just because I thought it was was really cool. Like, ever since 2008, 2009, I just thought those were neat. I had a little bit of experience. And so I was starting to think, like, okay, what if I could do these side hustles and earn more and quit my job and transition into entrepreneurship and yada yada? So I started doing things on the side. I didn't quit right away. Nothing worked. <laughs> I made Don't like, you
0: love when that happens? Oh,
1: free, I mean, we're talking like years, like nothing started to make money. I started over like I've started over like 70, 80 plus websites and online businesses over the past like 15 years, and, and they just didn't make any money. It was some made like a tiny bit, but not a lot. And so in, I, I hated it, hated my full-time job. In 2016, Uh, I started talking to my wife, and we had one child, and she was pregnant with our second child. I was like, okay, what if I find another job that will free up some time? Mm. And I did. It took a while, but I found a job at a startup back in my hometown, and they were going to pay me uh, less money than accounting, but it was still a salary and and benefits and health insurance and stuff. But I really only had to work like half time or Mm. ish, Mm -hmm. right? I would have more time for entrepreneurship And you know, try and figure out a way to actually make money, and so on and so forth. And so it took a couple months, but I I worked that out. So we sold our house in Atlanta, we moved, and I took this new job at a startup. And I got one paycheck, and then I got laid off. Mm. I didn't have any money at the startup. Pro tip: If you're gonna go work for a startup, make sure they have enough money to pay you for.
0: Oh gosh, (laughs) that sounds like
1: a nightmare. Uh, um, there were tears that happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But at this point, I could either go back into like corporate america like accounting i could search for another accounting job but we'd have to move again for sure probably and i didn't want to do that and we had a little bit of money saved up i'm sure you've talked about this mm-hmm. about, like thousand podcasts before <laughs> like emergency funds it's boring but you need it we had that so i decided at the end of the day to try to make full-time entrepreneurship work and do you even blog was the name of my brand if you want to be fancy about it there's. I've, I have a lot of websites and, and podcasts and YouTube channels and products at this point but that started as me doing what we're doing right now uh, basically just interviewing people. I was, I had a personal finance blog years ago and so I reached out to some people I knew who were making money and I was like <laughs> please teach me, like please help me do what you are doing and I was smart enough to record it and that was the Do You Even Blog Podcast. That's how it started, kind of on accident there. And it didn't take off. It wasn't full-time income right away. But it earned just enough to give me like a glimmer of hope. And I was all in at this point, right? Like I, I was earning zero dollars. I had to make something work if I wanted to do this. And I was able to figure it out slowly, more slowly than I would have liked. But eventually that turned into some other projects and some other sites or whatever. And here I am today.
0: Nice. Well, wow. <laughs> what a story. I'm like, 70 to 80 websites? You were at like least. you yeah, were like least. trying hard. And I tell people, yeah. you know, entrepreneurship is not easy, um, especially when you're first starting. And so if someone is sitting in th- this position that you were in, you know, when you were laid off, so, you know, it was involuntary, yeah. um, but also trying to figure out life, what are some tips that you can give them from your experience or things that they should be thinking about?
1: Yeah. The – this is a little weird turn. <laughs> but try and figure out a way to have less stress and anxiety. It's a little weird, but let me let me tell you what I mean. Um, we did have a little bit of an emergency fund there. And I didn't mention this because it wasn't huge, but we did sell our house and make, like, a little bit more of a profit. And we got a little lucky – with, we moved back to my hometown, like I said, and we were able to live in my grandmother's house. She was in a nursing home, her house was basically empty, and we were able to live there rent-free for a while. And I say all this because whether or not people listening to this have already quit, or you got laid off or fired, or you want to quit one day, (sighs) jumping in with both feet, accidental or not, can be extremely stressful. Quitting jobs is always going to be stressful no matter what happens, Mm -hmm. I think. And the less stress and anxiety you can have during that period, (laughs) I think the better it's going to go. Just across the board, right? And I don't encourage anybody to quit their job at this point without, like, a rock-solid plan. But even if you don't have a rock-solid plan, having extra money, whether you've been, like, saving, you've been pursuing FIRE or financial independence or, or, like, whatever that stuff is, having that as a backbone, like, oh, I have enough money to live off of for six months, or, oh, I have the opportunity to live here rent-free and cut down my expenses, or I just paid off all my debt, or whatever that is, Mm -hmm. right? Like, financially and emotionally, like, relationships around you, I think that's absolutely key. That's my biggest takeaway.
0: And I absolutely agree with that because if you're new to the podcast I and mean, you've never heard the story, I actually quit corporate twice <laughs> because the first time I was not prepared. So talking about you know, you go having the savings and things like that, I had a month and I said, oh, you know, it's fine. You know, the business I had already had for a couple of years. So I'm like, you know, it's not going to be bad. I'll be fine. Well, that money started running out. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh, abort board Um, so I ended up going back but when I went back I learned that lesson that I needed to have a little bit more saved up build my business a little more and then jump out so I definitely agree with you when you say make sure you have something that can kind of catch you or that you're prepared uh, because had I not had you know at least a little bit of savings or had the opportunity to go back to a position or go to a position that was right there I don't know how that would have played out. Yeah. And when you're stressed, you can't think creatively for your business. Yeah. And so, it, it, you know, I can definitely <laughs> resonate with what you're saying. Yeah, the ability to <laughs> sleep
1: at night mm-hmm. and actually let your body, like, physically recharge is, like, I know this is <laughs> not necessarily a show about that, but it's so important. No, for so it's things.
0: super important.
1: I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. Um, oh, time. One more thing. Getting a little bit off topic again. I think this happens with a lot of people who either quit jobs and try and do their own thing or side hustles or whatnot. They kind of underestimate how much time actually goes into it. <laughs> and it's a problem that tends to get worse, not better. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I quit my job and I was really happy to work on Do You Even Blog and like other projects because I was excited about it. There was energy there, but it still started taking up more time. And the more I got into it, the more I realized... I had to get into it. There were things that I didn't know I needed to be doing. Like, oh, now I got to do social media. <laughs> now I have to do SEO. Oh crap! Well, now I got to learn that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just learned how to set up my WordPress blog. But oh, now I got to learn plugins. And now I have to do this. And now I have to do this. And I think this self-employment thing—it hits a lot of people unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. They start and they do it for a month, and okay, I got that stuff down. But oh, there's a, another thousand things on the to-do list that I have to learn and figure out and problem solve and all this other stuff. And I think the earlier people can get started in that process while they're still at their full-time job, otherwise the better. Yes. If that makes sense.
0: Yes. It makes complete sense. And that's why I started while I was still working. Because my philosophy is use other people's money to build your dream. Like make sure you're using some of that income that you have now to start building on what you are having, what you want to have go on. And so that's one of the things that I did. I sat at my HR job and I was like, (laughs) collected my check. And then I put some of that check into my business. And then that's how I was able to grow it and get everything that I need it set up so that way when I go full time you know I I can do that now another point I wanted to hit on that you said um, because there's a saying for this with the whole time thing entrepreneurs are the only ones that will quit a 40 hour a week (laughs) job to work 80 and that is so true like you realize that you work more than had you stayed at a position um, at least in the beginning until you can hire help you work more building that up so there's a huge misconception um, with people like oh I want to be entrepreneur so I can have more time with my kids or I can have more time for this or that and honestly, I feel like that's a myth. (laughs) Um, At least when you start. Uh, I feel like that's a myth. Um, My kids, they had to, you know, I had to make sacrifices sometimes just because I had to work on this business in order for us to keep a roof over our head. Mm -hmm. And those are the types of trade-offs that I had to make. But now I'm at a a level or a position where I have help and I can spend more time with them. But it took those initial sacrifices that I had to make.
1: For sure. Uh, Can I talk about this? Yes, please. This is I didn't mention this off air, so you have no idea. But one of my superpowers is not time management. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Working not very much. Mm. And I'll, I want to explain. So I'm gonna I'm gonna self promote a little bit. But I don't make any money from this project, so people can go find it. Mm-hmm. I have a podcast I did with my best friend Raina. It's called the Unbusy Podcast. Mm. Uh, it's not monetized whatsoever. There's no ads. There's no nothing. will go listen. And part of what we wanted to do was to help self employed people. Kind of get their time back a little bit mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. this arena, mm-hmm. and I want to share something she did for me years ago. Again, uh, I'm gonna promote my friend Raina here. <laughs> I, I hired she's a coach, like nice. a certified coach, and she's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I, I hired her for like a six month period to be my business coach. And the most helpful thing she made me do was identify my values. That sounds kind of bland, no, but that. she she <laughs> ha- yeah you do. Uh, but she had some specific exercises to like get to that point um i don't know those you'd have to go hire a coach to do those but <laughs> my biggest value as it pertains to my business is freedom i did not want to quit my job to earn more money i made good money as an accountant i made way less money when i started when i absolutely. quit absolutely resonate you know, with
0: that too but yeah. go ahead.
1: <laughs> it took me five and a half years to earn as much money as i did in my business from my accounting career mm-hmm. anyways but I quit because of freedom. I didn't want to drive three hours a day. I didn't want to be locked into the I couldn't work at home. <laughs> it's stupid. My, the company I worked for was like, why would you ever want to work from home? I don't get it. No, you may not. Like, you have to be here. I was
0: like, ah, it did not make sense. Anyways. But this was pre-COVID, too.
1: <laughs> it was pre-COVID, <laughs> for sure. But I could have. I had laptop. It doesn't make no sense. Um, the freedom of time. And so uh, I don't know exactly where I was going with this. But I work like 20 hours a week now. Like I, that That's it. And I stop work usually at like 1 p.m. every day, mm-hmm. and I do some exercise stuff, and I wait for my kids to get home from school and like all this sort of stuff. And the reason I think I've been able to pull this off has definitely cost me. You, you mentioned sacrificing. I definitely earned less because of this, but at some point, I had to make the mental switch on what it is I truly wanted and what, what it was I truly valued. For the first several years of my business, I was exactly that entrepreneur. I quit the 40-hour, or actually, accounting was like 60-hour. I quit the 60-hour-a-week <laughs> job to work like 80 or 100 or even, mm-hmm. like so on and so forth. I was that because I, I was pursuing revenue. And even as revenue grew, it took forever. It took years. But it did eventually grow. Even as that grew, I was still like kind of miserable about it. And I couldn't really figure out why. And it took me a long time. Again, with my, the help of a business coach who was helping me understand that what I really value even more than money, quite frankly, is freedom. And once I had enough revenue, which again took years, once I have that, most of my decisions now and I'm still working at this most of my decisions are on how do I get the most freedom
0: mm-hmm. with my time mm-hmm.
1: and I think everybody wants that, but I don't think we all make decisions for that all the time yes right
0: I agree and I agree because that's one of my big things too. Like, I want to have that freedom. I want to have that autonomy, you know? And when I was first starting, I was being that entrepreneur that was working a lot, but after a while, I had to realize Tiffany, you can't do everything. (laughs) Like, you're trying to do everything, and everything is not what you're supposed to do. And Uh, especially, right, and especially if you are trying to be a CEO of your own business, of your own company. You don't see the CEOs doing everything for the business. They're there to make the strategy. They're there to bring on people that can actually implement. And so that's when I started to do that. And now my time has freed up. But it costs money. Like, I don't make, you know, some of my team, they make quite a bit. And I would rather funnel that money to them than to funnel the time to whatever it is that they're doing. Um, So to your point, um, just backing that up, I completely agree with that now, but I had to learn those lessons, making those sacrifices early on. Um, And you know, what really touched me was when my kids were like, you have to work again. Yeah. Oh, it's right. I know <laughs> it just it just pulls your heartstrings. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, Tiffany, you have to make this better because you don't want to be in a situation where you're missing everything uh, because you you can't get those moments back. It's literally impossible. Yeah. So. How can I spend more time? So now, you know, I have a 10-month-old, and I've been staying at home with her, of oh, course. Said, right for the in, the whole, right yeah. in
1: the crazy <laughs> range. Right in the crazy range. Almost walking and, like, yeah. getting mobile. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, she's, she's yeah. Uh, so, but I'm able to stay with her all day. You know, I don't have to put her in daycare, and I can spend that time, you know, and all that stuff. So That's super important. So thank you so much for sharing that and sharing your story and these tips. Definitely figure out your values, guys, because you should let that. Oh I just too. thought of another one. Yeah. A okay.
1: tactical example. You want mm-hmm. one? Yeah, okay. Go on. Okay. This is new. And I am not suggesting everybody do this, but just as an example, here's something I discovered maybe about a year ago. I hate working on <laughs> projects that don't have a defined ending, mm. like an end date. Which is like the opposite of starting a podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> or we go a, on a blog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have those and I it kept bugging me for some reason. Um Nowadays I've actually discovered some other types of projects that are like more defined in it. or for even a podcast. I mentioned the one I did with my friend. We before we recorded a single episode, we we're like, we're gonna do this for one month. We're gonna try and do like a full season, like twelve episodes. We're gonna do it for a month, and then we're not gonna touch it. No promoting, no nothing. And both of us were like, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We're gonna work for a month and then we're gonna be done. And I've started uh I've started trying to like implement that with anything new I start Mm -hmm. I'm like afraid I'm like okay wait (laughs) is this going to end like and if so where like I need to be able to see that in the distance so I can understand like my time commitment or whatever Mm -hmm. again this probably comes natural to a lot of people it doesn't mean this has only been like a recent discovery of that's actually helpful for me Mm -hmm. and my time like start projects that have an end date.
0: I like that. I like that. I know that was
1: random, but... No, no, no. But, you
0: know, it also helps with getting that sense of completion. Um, I think sometimes that's what's missing in business. It's like if you have something like a blog or a podcast that just goes on forever, it's like, okay, I'm plugging away. I'm plugging away. You know, am I making any... Like, what's going on? But...
1: And then you feel bad when you miss a week, or you like don't have any episodes in the can ready to publish, and you feel bad, and I'm behind.
0: And mm-hmm. you want to talk about <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But I like that you bring up that point because a lot of times that's what's missing is that we don't have that feeling of completion, that feeling of yeah. oh, this is something that is done.
1: I did something good, right? I exactly. accomplished something. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, I'm over here thinking, like, what can I implement, you know, for my business where I can get that sense of completion, um, which can also propel you forward even further. So thank you for that. Um, but, Pete, if people were interested in learning more about you, what you have going on, some more of these tips, if possible, because <laughs> sure. um, we can't give it all away, y'all. Um, all right. Where could they find you? Yeah.
1: Do you even mm-hmm. I don't actually do a ton with that specific brand anymore but i have like a weekly newsletter it's kind of like a roundup at this point i don't sell a whole lot of products anymore i just i have a bunch of different websites and products and i, I coded an ai app that i've been having fun with and just random stuff but people can go to do you even and kind of get a, gl- a glimpse of all the many things the too many things that i'm doing at this point so doing blog.com
0: Awesome, awesome, and I'll make sure I have that in the show notes for you all. So definitely check out the show notes. Check Pete out; he's amazing. Um, I actually follow him on Twitter, oh, <laughs> so that's that's how I, you know, got connected. But thank you so much, Pete, and I'll have that. You all check it out. Check Pete out, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your conference.
1: You too, Tiff. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. I've been looking forward to it. So it's oh, great to be here.
0: Thank you. Awesome. Bye.